many countries, students all over the world commemorate the first year of remote learning. Over time, remote learning has proven to be an effective practice to minimize COVID-19 cases, but can equally positive affirmations be applied to students' well-being? With that question in mind, let's talk about what keeps me up at night. had a good april so far we are concluding the month of april with this very podcast it is currently april 30th and it's 10 24 p.m hope you guys had a good april i feel like a lot happened during this month of april there was easter there was um april fools i don't think a lot of people i mean i'm not speaking for everyone but i don't think a lot of people celebrated april fools this year i just just said that because I didn't see as much April Fool's pranks online this very year. Anyway, I feel like a lot has happened in April. And it just feels like everything happened so fast. There was so much to happen and it all happened so fast. I can't... I feel like I'm still trying to process everything that happened. And final season is coming. So everything is... Everything is a bit too overwhelming right now, and I hope you guys are processing all of these um, craziness that's happening right now. Alright, talking about our topic today, we're going to be talking about remote learning. So for me, for my first city that I, I live in, we started remote learning around middle of March last year. It was the week prior to midterms i believe we it was the last day was um practically the last day was a friday and that very day students who were behind in their classes and student yeah students who were behind in their classes had to stay in school after school <laughs> we had we had to line up and talk to our uh, course advisors who we had missing assignments or missing uh, quizzes on and surprise surprise I was there I think I was I think I was behind in two of my foot courses so I had to stay there to speak to my math and my social um, course advisors and I remember having to stay there for like two hours because there was this line for my math course advisor and she, I, I think she took at least 20 minutes with each student so it was it was quite a long process for everyone in line but I didn't mind she gave enough information and in, enough advice for me to actually get on time at least before the midterms so I thank her for that I don't I don't hold any grudge Thank you to my math teacher. You know who you are. If I remember correctly, they announced the transition of students moving to remote learning either that very evening or on the weekend because I I didn't go to school the following week. And the rest of the semester, I didn't go to school. When they announced it, I thought it would be at most two weeks I thought it would be two weeks or two weeks or a, like 
at the very most a month so i thought it was going to be sort of a break but then i still had midterms in mind but they actually canceled midterms for that semester so that was one less thing to think about but i did something very um not pleasant and i don't recommend anybody doing this oh god i actually since we actually also didn't have classes i i don't i don't speak f- for everyone in this but at least for my classes the rest of the semester we didn't have we didn't have actual classes what my teacher did is she would just upload the prompts in the lesson in our google classrooms and students will just take them and she'd leave um an exam and you take it whenever you want there was an assignment you upload it whenever you finish it i mean there were due dates but i don't think a lot of students follow those due dates so what i did was i think a week after a week after we started remote learning i started procrastinating and i ended up pushing it far enough that i only had two weeks to do it half a semester worth of work i did in two weeks i do not recommend anyone doing the same thing that i did it was very diff- it was it was stupid it was it's just plain lazy i don't i don't know what's wrong with me but I did that. I mean, after that, I started doing my work. Well, I, I'm better. I hope I'm better now. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't push my work in the last two weeks anymore. But probably the trauma after what I went through that two weeks taught me not to push my work at the very last minute. Because it was, it was, it was a lot. I... I remember not sleeping enough. I think at most I slept like like an hour during that week. And I also had work. Keep in mind, I had work. I remember taking more shifts during the month of April and May until the end of summer because I, quote-unquote, didn't go to school anymore. So it was also my fault for taking more workshops because evidently that made me more tired and sometimes when you're too tired you fall asleep in your bed and not end up doing the work the schoolwork that you're supposed to do that very night so so I, I really can't blame anyone but myself it's really all my fault and yeah moral of the story guys don't push your schoolwork uh, the last two weeks of school. Another thing that I learned during that two weeks is the cost of procrastination. Like I said, one of the most evident ones is that you have less time to do your work. But the result of that is having mediocre grades because you have this pile of assignments and quizzes that you have to study for and work on yet you have this very little time to do so 
so then it leaves you with the choice to either do very well on a small percentage of those exams or do okay and be able to submit most if not all of it so is that the limit a lot of procrastinators face and uh, I mean a lot of you must admit a lot of procrastinators are actually perfectionists that's why they procrastinate they're afraid of failure which is kind of counterproductive I am not claiming to be a perfectionist at all I'm just stating what a lot of people predict and I think it's those two weeks definitely taught me that the value of time when it comes to working on your education it's definitely it's definitely valuable whereas in I remember in grade school and in junior high I can work on assignment last minute and still get a decent mark whereas now in high school the time you spend on on an assignment or the time you spend to study for an exam definitely reflects on the results that you get you can a lot of people that the effort that you put in a particular project will show in the results and that doesn't apply for every project no because i know there are situations where people put a lot of effort in something and still get and still be disappointed in the marks that they get i totally understand that i've been in that situation but in most cases at least your effort can be shown and the time you spent will reflect on the mark that you get so that's definitely an awakening for me i mean and now i try my best to have sufficient time to work on my assignments but then again i'm not saying that i upload them on due every time but i try my best i mean i am graduating so i should try at least and i recommend that a lot of you to do the same no not procrastinate too do spend a bit more time because because remote learning is not easy for everyone there are people i have met a lot of people who strive in remote learning like their grades just ascended due to remote learning but that's like a very small percentage of the population i think most students actually do a lot worse in remote learning i've met a lot of classmates who were were like stop top students back in regular school and when remote learning started it was just we fell all in this pit of of remote learning i don't think remote learning is the i don't think a lot of students are favorable at remote learning that's why when we were given a choice when we came back on june oh no when we came back on september we were given a choice of remote learning or in person a lot of students actually chose in person i remember asking my teacher advisor as to how many people actually did online and she said 20 percent 20 30 percent did online and the rest 
did in person I, and at the time i remember thinking wow that's a pretty large amount of students doing online i thought it was going to be a lot less than that because like i said i thought a lot of people hated online school and i actually chose initially i did choose to do in person be- of because of how much i disliked online school but then as months passed there were cases just rose and there were like a case in my a case or two in my school at least every day every day so that alarmed me and that alarmed me and my parents so eventually we came to the conclusion that I'll just move online and that I did I moved online I've been online for the past six months and I'm definitely going to be online for the rest of this school year the last two months of the school year. I'm going to be graduating in two months, guys. How how celebratory. <laughs> I can't say I'm... I mean, I'm happy that I'm going to be closing this chapter of my life. But I didn't think it would end this way. So, it's... I do... I am a bit resentful, but... I can't really blame anyone it's just the way that it is and it's really for the better of the community if it does have to end this way if I have to if I have to graduate on teams I will be sad but I'll get over it I understand the costs of actually having a graduation in a theater or just having a large amount of people in one place so I understand but you know there's always silver li- there's always silver lining in a lot of bad situations so I actually can think of any silver lining for remote learning I guess aside from the students who actually strived on remote learning I mean kudos to you guys you like how do you do it <laughs> I would like to have a one-on-one with one of them and actually ask how they did it but whatever I okay these past six months that I've been online school I've only been in I've only gone back to school twice because during around November my school uh, made students choose again if they wanted to to stay in person or if they wanted to move online and that's when you saw the big shift of students move to online school I think only uh, this is an estimate. I think only 20% of the student body actually goes to school right now. So it's switched. Most of the students are now in online. And then there were those lockdown situations wherein everyone has to be online. But they're not permanent. It's mostly only like a month, a month or three weeks wherein students, everyone has to be online. And then the, the in-person students actually goes back to school. I, even though there are times during online learning where I really wanted to go to school, I can't. My school is forbidding me. And I understand I made the decision to move to online, so I should stick to it. But, you know, there are moments when you miss sitting in a classroom, actually talking. I'm actually I'm quite antisocial, so... But, you know, there are those moments when you do speak to the person next to you or you're forced to or uh, what I really miss is 
forgot when you meet someone in a class you guys talk there but then you see them in the hallway and then you don't talk it's like the awkward moment when you see someone you know in the hallway but then you have like this dilemma in your head if you should talk to them if you should wait if they talk to you so for for the most part i just i just wait for them to greet me first and if they don't then i want it's always i miss those awkward moments i also miss awkward moments when i have to talk to teachers in terms of being um late in uploading in uploading an assignment or doing an exam really miss those moments so and, you know i'm feeling hash quote-unquote homesick for school is that a word i'm feeling school sick yeah i should stop saying that anyways i hope you guys are doing okay so far i just wanted to let you guys know that it's soon it'll soon be over but i have no evidence as to how accurate that is i hope it'll soon be over i hope everything i hope most things goes back to normal i'm not saying all saying most i hope most things goes back to normal a lot of a lot of tragic things happen during quarantine i mean it's been happening and i think quarantine was sort of a light wherein people started actually talking about it and i'm gonna be talking you guys know what i'm talking about i'm talking about blm asian aid and police brutality i mean such issues has been happening for centuries for decades no? <laughs> for decades and people started talking i think it became mainstream during quarantine but i'm not going to be talking about such issues in this episode i'm going to have a separate episode talking about social issues and with that i hope you guys have a good rest of your evening and i wish that you upload or initiate your assignments after listening to this podcast goodbye good night guys Thank you.